Hey, welcome to Made For More. Today, we are gonna talk about the topic of maximizing your morning. We're gonna make the most of the morning time so that you can be the best leader you can be. I'm glad you're joining us. Let's do this thing. Hey, welcome to Made For More, episode four. My name is Aaron Burke. I am the host, and it has been a blast getting to know you guys over the last couple of months. It is so cool seeing the response from people literally all over the world that have subscribed, have watched, have listened to these podcasts, and I hope it's helping you, helping your team experience the more that God has for their life. We're not settling. We're aggressively going after all that God has for us. And we've had a lot of fun the first three episodes today. I believe will really help you. But do me a favor right now. Make sure you subscribe right there on um, Apple, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this app. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. We're on the We Are Radiant YouTube page. And I love seeing all the comments and seeing what God's doing in your life. Hey, by the way, if you post this on your Instagram, if you post it as a story, make sure you tag me. I will repost it because I want to hear and see all of those people who are involved in the Made For More family around the world. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that I think will help you, especially if you're listening to this in the first few months that it was released. We're releasing this in January of 2021. We just came out of one of the craziest years ever, but I think there's a topic that has really defined my life and I think will help define your life if you apply it, and it's called maximizing your morning, maximizing your morning. I really believe that days don't end bad. They start bad. So your life is really going to be defined on how you start your day. Now, I know this is uh, like kind of a a uh, topic that people are talking about all the time because a lot of movie stars and stuff, they you know, they take a picture right in the morning at their 4 a.m. wake up. And so it's kind of inspired a lot of people. But what happens is a lot of people get inspired, but they don't live it out in their life. I'm going to help you live it out. But I really do believe there's something about starting your morning off right that defines the rest of your day. There's something incredible about waking up just a little bit earlier than you do right now, a little bit earlier than the rest of the world. And history has shown us that really the most decorated men and women who operate at a world-class level in their line of work all made the most and maximized their mornings. So we're going to challenge you on this. You know, if you look at celebrities, a lot of them uh, post their mornings and it's just kind of, some of them are crazy. I saw one the other day with Mark Wahlberg, okay, Hollywood actor. His morning routine, get this, starts at 2.30 a.m., He starts with prayer, and then it ends with cryotherapy. He has two workouts in the morning, two showers, two breakfasts, picks his kids up all before his afternoon workout, and he does all of that while making blockbuster movies. Here's what I say, good for him. That is not what I'm going for in life, even though um, it's really inspiring. He actually also goes to bed at 7.30 p.m., which is not possible with my life. So I'm going to help you figure out what is a sustainable, real routine that you can do in your life. I took some time, evaluated this subject, read a bunch of articles, read a bunch of books off of it. And I put together what's my ideal routine that I've been working daily. And I've been doing this for years. And kind of my ideal routine is this. Um, I wake up at 5 a.m., Uh, I have greens every morning, which is kind of a mix in with some water. So I make sure I drink my greens, take my vitamins first thing, then turn on that coffee pot. 
And then I do 515, I do my devotions and 15 minutes of reading, 15 minutes of journaling, 15 minutes of prayer. Been doing that for years. Um, if you're interested in how I do my devotions, I do a process called SOAP, S-O-A-P. You can Google it. It really helps me stay strategic in my devotions. Then at 6 a.m., I've started development time. This is a time that I'm reading a book or listening to a podcast. I'll talk about that more later on. Then about 6.40, 6.45, I get ready and I head to the gym. I work out 7 to 8 almost every single day, 5 to 6 times a week. And then by 9 o'clock, I am at work. And then I do my best work in the first few hours of every day. I just think that's my prime. So I try to make sure that everything that is crucial to my job is done before noon. Obviously, I work afternoon, but I realize that in that um, afternoon time, I'm just not as beneficial as I am in the morning. So I do my best work early on. Here's what you got to evaluate in your life. And that what I want you to evaluate as you're listening to this podcast is a lot of us really have a lot of uphill hopes, but we have a lot of downhill habits, uphill hopes, but we have downhill habits. And I would guess that many of you guys have created some really downhill habits during this pandemic that you can shake off right now because you really you're only as healthy as your habits. I tell people all the time you're the result of your routine. So the results that you're experiencing in your health, your spiritual life, your career, they're directly connected to your routines. So I want us to take take a deep dive into your morning routine and focus on how we can establish this well in this new year or whenever you're listening to this podcast. So I understand there's a lot of things in your routine you can't control. You can't control when the school starts for the kids. You can't control. uh, There's a lot of things that uh, your boss puts on your plate you can't control. You can't control the start, start time of your work. There's a lot of things you can't control. You can't control your commute um, and you can't control the unexpected. The kids get sick. Um, the situation is messed up at, um, at work or in the environment. There's a lot of things that are out of our control, but here's what I do believe. Don't let what you cannot control keep you from controlling what you can. Let me say that again. Don't let what you cannot control keep you from controlling what you can. And I do believe you can control your morning routine. The age old phrase goes like this. Well begun is half done. Let me say it again. Well begun is half done. So if you start it right, you're already half done with all that you need to accomplish for your day. So I'm going to give you what I'm calling the ABCDs of a morning routine. ABCDs of a morning routine. Here's the first one. The A is your morning routine will be made based off of, here's the A, advanced planning. Advanced planning. The morning routine does not begin in the morning. It begins the night or the day before. I love this because I'm a Bible nerd. I love um, reading through the Bible every year. And when you look at the Jewish calendar and the Jewish day throughout history, it has never started in the morning. It's always started the night before. That's why the Sabbath starts at sundown on Friday and goes throughout the day on Saturday. When creation was talked about in Genesis, it says it was evening and the morning on the first day. So what the principle is, is that you start your day the night before. So if you're going to do things well, you've got to start them well, and it all starts the night before. That's why the scriptures tell us, don't let the sun go down on your anger. In other words, don't go into the new day angry. 
It's a principle saying, let's start the day before. So here's the two things I try to do the night before my the, the next day. Here's the first one is pre-decisions and then disciplined bedtimes. Pre-decisions and disciplined bedtimes. Let me explain these. Pre-decisions are I am deciding in advance what I'm going to do. In other words, I'm going to plan it out. So we have a workout thread with me and a bunch of my friends that we work out. And so I'll send out a text saying, hey, you know, we're going to the gym this time. And in the morning, sometimes there's a change of plans and I have to go at seven or I have to go a little bit earlier. So when I send out that text, there's once in a while a response that'll say something like this. Hey, well, I'll let you know how I feel in the morning. (laughs) So let me just let you in on a little secret. You won't go in the morning if you go by based on how you feel. So I tell them all the time, don't make a decision in the morning. Make the decision the night before. You can't decide when your alarm goes off if you're going to go exercise or if you're going to do your Bible reading time or if you're going to meditate. You can't decide then. You got to make the decision before. So I pre-decide, okay, tomorrow I'm going to work out. Tomorrow I'm going to cook breakfast. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up early. It's advanced decision making. It's mapping it out the night before. I've recently taken up a habit of laying out my clothes the night before for the next day. You go, less sounds so elementary, but it's helped me a lot because then I'm not having to make a decision the next morning on what am I wearing? What am I doing? No, I've already pre-decided. I've accomplished that. So it's done right then. I pre-decide. I'm getting these small tasks done so that I know my toothbrush is laid out, my gym clothes, and my gym bag is organized in the morning. It makes the morning routine easier because I've already done it the night before. Eliminate decisions that have to be made the morning of. So make the decisions the night before. It'll help you on your morning routine, which by the way, this is a principle in life that you just got to eliminate some decisions. I love how Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg are actually known for their fashion or lack thereof. And both of those guys always wore the same thing. And here's why when they got down to it, it's not because they were trying to be fashion icons. It's because they just didn't want to have to make another decision because they used their decision-making ability for real big decisions. So here's what I do in the morning. I don't have to make any more decisions. I made them before pre-decide. Here's the second thing is that you need to have a disciplined bedtime. Get to bed at a decent time. This is a key to maximizing your morning. Your first task each day is a good night's sleep. Let me say that again. The first task of each day is a good night's sleep. Let me give you some benefits, eight of them. You will be better productive and have better concentration. Lower weight gain when you sleep well. You have better um, calorie regulation. You have greater athletic performance. You have a lower risk of heart disease. You have more social and emotional intelligence. It prevents depression, lower inflammation, and a stronger immune system. All are possible because you got a good night's sleep. Okay, that's the advanced one. You advance planning. You pre-decide what you're going to do. You wrote it out, and then you get to bed on time. My sweet spot, by the way, is between that 9.30 and 10.15 at night. If I can go to bed then, I can wake up at 5 a.m. refreshed and ready to go. Here's the B, all right? So advanced planning is A. B is you got to begin with a win. Begin with a win. You want to maximize your morning, begin with a win. 
Admiral William H. McRaven, in his commencement address, challenged the University of Texas with this statement. If you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. Now, it was a crazy statement, and it's actually gone very viral. And the reason why he said it is because if you make your bed the first thing in the morning, you've already established your day with a win. So there's something that you've already checked off of your list. It's a great principle, which I hope my wife is not listening to this because I have not applied that principle in our life, so I need to work on that. But what I've realized in life is that if you don't have a strategic win at the beginning of the day and you don't really organize your days with the wins up front, then you will waste your morning. I believe all of our time can be divided into three categories. So there's time wasters, there's urgent things that take up your time, and then there's important things that take up your time. There's time wasters. We all know what those are. Most of those, by the way, are on your phone. So if you say you don't have enough time, the truth is you have a lot of time. You have the exact same amount of time as people that run Fortune 500 companies. You have the same amount of time as the President of the United States. Everybody is given 24 hours a day. It's not the issue of do you have enough time. It's how wisely are you using it. Most of our time is wasted. And even people that wake up early in the morning, they go on and go right on the time wasters. It's a terrible way to use your time. So there's time wasters. Then there's the urgent. The urgent usually looks like emails, responding to messages online, responding to things that are happening in the company, responding to the news. So both the urgent and the wasters are things that are right away take up your morning. I don't allow those in my life in the morning. What I use my morning for as I begin with a win is the important. The important are the the big tasks that I want to do in the morning that I will feel accomplished when they're done. They're the things, honestly, they're most of the times the things I don't get paid for, but they're so crucial to my life. I say it this way. I give my best time to my most important task. I give my best best time to my most important task. And my best time are those first few hours in the morning. So I'm going to give them to really important tasks. Mark uh, Twain was asked one time how you design your day. And he said it this way. He said, if I ever have to eat a live frog, it is best to be done in the morning. Let me say that again. If I ever have to eat a live frog, it's best to be done in the morning. What's the point of that? The point of it is, if on your to-do list is the fact that you got to eat a live frog, you get that done because guess what? Then you can say the rest of the day, the most important thing I needed to do today, I already got it done. I accomplished it. Can you imagine living the rest of your day going, I already ate a live frog today? Like That's off my to-do list. Now, that might not be on your to-do list, but there are some really important things that are or should be on your morning to-do list that if you got them accomplished you would feel so incredible. Your morning would be maximized. So my three are time with God. That's the most important task I have every day where I spend time in prayer, spend time in meditation and and seeking God and times in the scriptures. So I do that first in the morning. It's the most important thing, most important task. Again, it's not an urgent task. It's not a time waster. It's an important task. So I get that done and it feels so great. Check it off my list. The other one is for me is physical exercise. 
Rarely do I exercise in the afternoon. I exercise early in the morning. Why? Because I leave that gym thinking, I have now accomplished time with God and exercise before 7 a.m. in the morning. I've taken over the world. I could end the day today and I feel great. My third one is, is anything that I'm doing to really accomplish my calling. Now that changes different times. I'm a pastor, obviously, but different times I, 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 for family day, my calling is to be a great dad. So I'm going to invest in my kids during that time. During that, um, as, as work days, what am I going to do? I'm going to invest in my career. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to make sure I'm developed. I'll talk about development in just a second. The key is, is that we're making it a point to spend time early in the day accomplishing the most important task of the day. Let me just challenge you on the those two that I think are the most important when it comes to spiritual discipline of, of devotions and physical discipline of exercise. Uh, D.L. Moody was a famous pastor. He would ra- rise at 4 a.m. and study the Bible. And he famously said, if I am going to get any study in, I have to get up before the other folks. Folks, give up, folks. You, you can know it's old when you say folks. So he, he made it a point before everybody else gets up. Parents, this is a quote for you to live by. You really won't be able to have great time with God if you don't get up before your kids get up. So our kids get up at 8 a.m., sometimes 7.30. So we know that if we're going to spend time with God, we got to get up earlier than them. And then here's a key I think is so important about exercise. Tim Ferriss wrote a book called The 4-Hour Body. And this is incredible. And he talked about an occasion where a group of people were assembled on Richard Branson. You know, he's the founder of um, Virgin and uh, the airlines and all that. He's a billionaire. He has a private island and he was brainstorming growth options for Branson's Virgin United project. Branson was posted with a question. What is your secret to being so productive? So Branson leaned back and thought for a second. And he said to work out. He said, that the working out of the morning gave him at least four additional hours of productivity every single day. So when you started your day, you think you're exerting energy by working out. But actually, Branson says you gain four hours of energy just by exercising. So I say all this to say you're going to begin with a win. Eat the frog first. Whatever the biggest task is, the most important thing you need to do Get it done in the morning. Why? Because you will walk into the rest of your day with so much confidence. The only way to do this is that you got to make a to-do list. But before you make a to-do list, can I give you a challenge? Make a to-stop list. There are things that you need to stop in the morning right away. Stop scrolling on social media. Stop reading the news right away. Stop getting um, on your email first thing in the morning. Make a to-stop list And then you will be effective with your to-do list. I'm telling you, it will help a lot of people. I have learned in the mornings that I need to stop giving my time for one-on-one meetings in the morning. Why? Because if I spend my mornings doing what my calling is and doing the important things in my life, then I'm able to affect a lot more people than just that one person that I'm sitting across the table from. Remember, I give my best time to my most important task, which by the way, if you don't schedule that in your life, somebody else will. If you don't schedule your life, somebody else will learn to maximize your morning by advanced planning, begin with a win, and here's the third one, 
Consistency is key. Let me say that again. You'll change your world and you'll maximize your morning by advanced planning, beginning with a win, and consistency is key. Greatness is not accomplished in a day. It is accomplished daily. Greatness is not accomplished in a day. It is accomplished daily. So if you want to become great, you need daily consistency. There are a lot more people more talented than I am, more gifted than I am, but I will be more consistent than anybody else. That's my goal. And I believe consistency always trumps intensity. Consistency always trumps intensity. We all know those people who are really, really intense for a week or two, and then they die out. So my challenge for you is be consistent. I was on the swim team. Yes, no autographs right now, but I was on the swim team for years growing up, and I was actually pretty good. Um, I would swim every morning at 5 a.m. My mom would drop me off at the YMCA, and I would run do the swim team. But eventually I quit. I quit because uh, the water's cold. It was 5 a.m., and I just didn't want to make that my life. So I gave up on it. And I didn't like the fact on swim teams that they gave like ribbons and trophies to people that are first place and those that are eighth place, like all in between. So I had all this random trophies. It just didn't make sense. But I quit the swim team. Well, a few years ago, I was watching the Olympics and Michael Phelps, who is the best um, probably Olympian of all time, he's won 23 gold medals. Um, he was talking about his life. And as he was talking about his life, I realized me and Michael Phelps started the swim team around the same time. Uh, similar builds, even though he's probably a little bit more in shape than I am. Uh, and and so we both did things at the same time. I just had intensity. He had consistency. And his consistency trumped my intensity. Why? Because he kept doing it when I quit. Can I challenge you? Just stay consistent. Start a morning routine that is consistent. I'm I'm not the best CrossFitter out there, but I'm going five to six times a week, and I've been doing that for five years. And here's why. I'm not trying to be better than you. I'm just trying to be better than me. And the only way to be better than me is to just stay consistent. If you consistently do the right things, you will eventually get the results you want. If you consistently do the right things, you will eventually get the results you want. And here's one quick plug on consistency. Consistency is best accomplished in community. Consistency is best accomplished in community. So if you're going to start this morning routine, get a couple people with you that you can text in the morning, you can challenge each other, wake up, it's time to go, we're going to do this thing together. You got to let other people know because it'll help your morning routine. All right, here's the D. So I said it was the A, B, C, and the Ds. Here's the D. The D is you got to develop daily. Develop daily. Put some time in your morning routine of personal development. This is beyond the time with God. This is beyond the exercise. If it's 15 minutes, if it's 30 minutes, my challenge for you is have moments where you're reading, you're listening to a podcast, you're doing some research where you are developing yourself in the morning. Leaders are readers. And when you stop reading, you stop leading. I've made a point with my daily routine to add development to it. Here's a quote that challenged my life, and I think it'll challenge yours also. This has transformed the way I do my morning routines. It says it this way. If you spend 
one extra hour each day in study of your chosen field, you'll be a national expert in five years or less. Let me say that again. If you spend one extra hour in the study of your chosen field, you will be a national expert in five years or less. Less. So that changed my whole life. I go, all I need is one hour in the morning to study my chosen field so that I can be a national expert. And I believe you can do this in your life. Michael Phelps, when he started the swim team, his coach, um, his trainer said, hey, are you okay I'm swimming on Sundays. Michael Phelps was so driven. He said, of course I'll swim on Sundays. And he goes, great. That automatically gives us an advantage because now we have 52 extra practices over our competition. Now, I understand the principle you need a day off. But what Michael Phelps knew is I'm going to take any extra advantage I can get to go above and beyond my competitors right now. So I'm going to challenge you with that. You will not get better just because you wake up early. You're going to get better than your competitors, than those other teammates, than those other people vying for the same job as you because you took intentional time to develop yourself. Abraham Lincoln said it this way, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'm going to spend the first four sharpening the ax. Can I encourage you with your life? Sharpen the ax. Find ways to get developed and you will change the world. All right, those are our four. Let me say it one more time. Advanced planning, begin with a win, consistency is key, and develop daily. Here's my last challenge for you. Two-thirds of smokers who want to quit never even try. Of those who do try, nine out of 10 fail. And of those who do succeed, They have failed six times before they succeed. Now, that can be depressing or that can be a challenge to you. Here's the challenge. Keep trying. If you feel like, well, I'm probably going to give up, you won't even have a chance if you don't start right away. So keep trying. Keep doing it. Keep being consistent. And eventually, you will learn to maximize your morning and make it to where it's a place that develops you to the leader that you're called to be. Listen, you are made for more. I hope you've learned something for this. I'd love to hear from you guys, ways that you've maximized your morning. You can share them with me on social media. It's Aaron R. Burke. You can find more information at AaronBurke.com. Make sure you subscribe, share this with somebody that needs help maximizing their morning. And I look forward to talking with you to doing life with you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us today.